welcome to the Successful Collective podcast with me, Jules Duncan. And myself, Marisa Devlin, talking all things women in business. If you want to find out more, then hit the subscribe button or reach out to us on the Successful Collective on Instagram. Marisa, as always, I'm going to start and ask you, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for post-holiday creativity. So, you know, we often talk about, and, you know, I think it's actually proper research about the fact that you are so much more creative when you're in the shower because you're not actually thinking about certain things or distracted. Well, I just find holidays absolutely fantastic for getting your creative juices flowing. So... A week in Spain and I've come back with a massive to-do list of things that I'm going to get on with. So I'm very grateful for that. What about yourself, Jules? What are you grateful for today? Well, in a way, you've kind of somewhat stole my thunder with that one there, Marisa, because I'm also grateful for holidays, but I've not been on mine yet. So I am grateful for the anticipation of holidays. So actually, I had a conversation with someone the other day when we were talking about how a big benefit you get from booking a holiday is the anticipation of it and the excitement for the holiday and the planning ahead and all that kind of stuff. So right now it's three weeks till I go on holiday. So I'm like all over Instagram being like, I'm going to that restaurant and I'm going to go here and I'm going to that beach. So I am grateful for the anticipation of holidays. And then in five weeks time, I'll be grateful for my creative ideas that I come back with. You will be. (laughs) And one week you could even say that you're grateful for all the swimming costumes that you buy. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think my bank balance is quite probably <laughs> like I could literally open a swimming costume shop. I will not. That's not my next business venture before anybody. It's not a bad idea though. Like no, you're not doing well, that. Swimsuit manufacturer is not in my future CV. So this week we are chatting about is success about ability, hard work, or luck? Yes. And I think. The word luck comes into it a lot, I think. And I think a lot of people look at successful people or people that have done well and be like, oh, they are lucky. And actually, sometimes I'll say that, that things are going really well. Oh, I'm really lucky that my schedule's the way it is. Or I'm really lucky that that product or service took off. And then I'm like, actually, no, I put the work in. I'm not lucky. I mean, I'm grateful. But I don't think a lot of it's luck, but luck, I do think, plays a part in it as well. I do. And I think rolling back straight away is that no idea is going to work until you first put the work in. Would you agree with me? Yes. And there's actually a quote, and it's around this, like, luck versus success, like, versus how, basically, what part does luck play in it? And let me find the quote for you. It's basically something like success is when hard work combines with luck. And it's all of these things that the harder you work, the luckier you get. Because, right, so for example, somebody used this. I actually think it might have been ESG that used this example on a podcast. I would be lucky to get a book deal, right? 
because not everybody's going to get a book deal. But if I don't spend any time working on the craft of writing and becoming a good writer, if that opportunity happens to present itself, if I've not put the hard work in before it to become a good writer and have the content for a book, the opportunity is going to mean nothing. So yeah, the opportunity and the luck is required in a lot of cases. But if you've not been working hard in the years before that, you're not going to be able to take advantage of this stroke of luck or this opportunity. So actually a good example of that, I've been listening to, um, we talk about Simon Sinek quite a lot, and he was speaking on the High Performance Podcast recently, and he was actually talking about exactly what you've just said. So he said that he'd been out on the road for two and a half years talking about starting with the why, and he then decided that he was going to put that in a book and basically as you've said if he didn't have the ability and he didn't have the knowledge about discussing starting with why then he wouldn't have had the actual skills to write a book and very interestingly slightly different from what you're saying there he actually said that he was not a writer now he's also got ADHD so he said when he was setting out to to write the book start with the why he just basically wrote it as he seen it and wrote it as he would understand it. So he says, I don't use big words. I wrote it in such a way that himself with ADHD could understand it. But the point being is is if he didn't actually have the knowledge and the ability, then he would not have been able to put that information into the book. So two and a half years of on-road hard work is what actually led him to be able to write that book. And like you say, so he could have had the knowledge and the ability and he could also have had the luck and the opportunity but nobody would ever have known who he was or came to him or trusted him had he not put the hard work in. Yeah, and basically that's exactly what he said. He said he'd worked so hard on honing his skill of understanding about starting with the why that that's what gave him the confidence to write his book. So the hard work for me... You know, I think the idea itself is just a form of potential knowledge until you actually do something with it and act on it. Otherwise, nothing happens. So if you have a skill or you have an ability, unless you do something with that and put the hard work in, it equates to nothing. And that's what I can think of people who are very intelligent, very able, natural ability, as you would say. They don't apply it. And they don't put any hard work in, so they get nowhere. And vice versa. I know people who are not naturally gifted at anything, but God, they work hard. And that makes up for it. And they get a huge amount of opportunities because they're putting the hard work in. The quote I was looking for was, success is when hard work meets opportunity. Being in the right place at the right time, luck and overnight success are usually the product of years of hard work and persistence. Yes. So I think... I think hard work is at the foundation. For me, it's at the foundation of success, I would say. And I think the concept of success, now we talked in a podcast about, you know, what do we deem as success? So we're not even going to go into that, but we mean success in the broadest term here. And I think the concept of success actually is probably where ability, hard work and luck combine. Now, my view on luck is... I'm a massive believer in timing. 
I think timing is everything and I think actually luck comes into that and you know if I think back to situations with selling the nurseries I often think and I often say how lucky we were to sell in 2019 and what would our business model look like having come through a pandemic so I quite often say I feel really lucky but I also firmly believe that that was due to timing as well and I suppose that's the thing so probably the decision to sell the nurseries pre-pandemic that was luck because nobody's seen that coming and the fact that you'd made that decision to sell was just that was a lucky opportunity however had you not put the hard work in to build that business you wouldn't have got it sold nobody would have wanted to buy it or it wouldn't have been worth what you did sell it for so the hard work is definitely an element of that but do you not feel as well sometimes people are like oh that's a lucky opportunity but why did you get that opportunity like why you specifically so when somebody's looking for somebody to provide a service or they're looking for a product there's a reason that it's you they approach might seem like luck to you but it can very much be the product of all of the work and everything you've put into it for years that has made you be the number one person to go to for that thing whereas it seems like an out of the blue opportunity to you but it's somebody has been watching one actually one of my friends had a really brilliant business opportunity lately and the reason being is the people that approached them had been watching what they were doing checked out their website watched their social media for a long time before this they didn't know they were there all they were doing was just putting the reps in doing their work keeping going constantly improving and actually someone else from the sidelines was watching who eventually came to them with a huge opportunity but had they not been doing that hard work they would never have got the opportunity and they didn't even know the opportunity existed. And I think that's a big part of it. Sometimes you just have to put in the work, not knowing what you're putting in the work for. You need to put in the work just to constantly improve and move your business forward and build your brand and build your service and constantly improve, even if you don't know what the end goal is. And I think that hard work you know, coupled with, for example, determination, we talk about persistence all the time, actually helps you develop skills mm -hmm. and continually acquire the knowledge that's required in business. And then what that does is it directly impacts your ability to overcome challenges, which, as we know, is a constant feature in business. So I think it's the combination of ability and hard work that very much leads to success. Now, you've said there about luck and I remember a situation many years ago now we've talked about networking and you know the thing of going into a, a room full of people that you know makes people very uncomfortable but Bernie and I went to a networking event years ago and there was a speaker at it and you can google this guy Tony Banks you know this story and very very successful Scottish businessman had appeared on The Secret Millionaire and for whatever reason while I was sitting listening to him, I thought he he owned care homes. So I thought there's an affinity between care homes and nurseries. Mm -hmm. So at the end of his chat, I thought I have to go and speak to him. 
Now, quite often... Don't I like you, Marisa. No, actually, <laughs> that would be surprising in a networking situation because it's not my thing. Anyway, so I went over to speak to him and that then led to him talking about JIV. Now, I was saying, oh, all right, that sounds great, blah, blah, blah. Bern and I left in the car. I had no idea what a JIV was, which basically meant a joint venture. So roll forward a couple of months, we were sitting around the table with Tony Banks and the plan was we were going to open nurseries on all of his care home sites because he had large plots of land and we got the businesses valued and basically we were going to go into this massive joint venture and his view was it's better to have a percentage of a larger pie than only own your own pie. So that was all fine. So we felt, oh, this, you know, we were meant to be at that networking. This is definitely mm-hmm. luck. And we sat in a meeting with his top financial guy and the guy started talking to me about here are the targets that we're going to set you when this moves forward. And as soon as he said that, I thought, oh my gosh, all of a sudden we are not going to be answerable to ourselves mm-hmm. and we are going to be part of an organisation that was not all about the passion that we had. So we actually withdrew out of that, but without a shadow of a doubt, the hard work into that business led us to that table, Uh led us to the position where somebody wanted to buy into and invest in our business. Yeah, because you think a lot of people would be like, oh, that was lucky that I was at that same event as that guy. But... You could have been at the event, went and spoke to him after it, and he would have, sure, probably given you some advice. You would have got something from it. But would it have led to the same opportunity? No. If you hadn't put the work in to build the nurseries before that, it wouldn't have led to that brilliant opportunity. So, yeah, it was the hard work. I suppose luck that got you to the event, but the hard work that got you to the table. And I think you can use, you know, at the moment, all the exam results have come out from children. And I always think this is a very good example. When I was at high school, I went to school with a lot of people who had an inverted commas, natural ability. Mm-hmm. So you would hear all the discussions at school about, oh, well, I don't need to study. And so I was not that person. In my mind, I have to study still to this day. I have to, you know, really think about the abilities that I have. So when I was at high school, I had to study and work hard to get any decent exam results. So I think for me, that was a grounding right there and then, knowing moving forward that unless you put the work in, you're not going to get the results. Which actually is a lesson I learned from my hires. Because when I did standard grades, flew through them, great results, no problem. Got to fifth year sitting my hires, which I've got no idea what they're called these days. Shows how old we are, but fifth year, I didn't put any hard work in. I thought, yeah, no, it was fine last year. Did I study? No. Did I get terrible exam results? Yes. Does it matter now? No. Because I learned the lesson, and that's supposed to we talk about a lot is about failure. So, yeah, my hires were a failure, but I failed forward, and I've never repeated that same mistake of being underprepared and underworked again. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think, and actually, I just think that the luck aspect is probably an outcome of that success building process. Because for me, 
success comes to people who work really, really hard and who've earned it. So there, there's a saying, you know me, I love a good quote, as do you. And it's, the harder I work, the luckier I get. And I do think, although I think the way we were describing this is all three parts are important, which they are, but I would say the ability plus hard work equals the luck. So you basically need your ability and your hard work, and you don't need them in 50-50 proportions. So you could be a much harder worker with less ability, or you could have a lot of natural ability and not so much the hard work, but you need both. You've, you you just have one. If you just work hard, but you're no ability and you don't learn anything to increase your ability, which you can increase ability, or you basically just don't work hard at it, it just doesn't, you're not going to get the opportunities and the luck that you're looking for without a combination of ability and hard work. Yeah, and I agree. I think it's the kind of law of attraction, isn't it, in terms of the luck starts to come your way. So for me, if you start with an initial talent or ability, that might give you an edge, but really and truly it's determination, discipline, that continuous effort and hard work that's going to make the biggest difference for me in terms of achieving your your goals. Yeah, and I think that the hard work and putting the hours in, doing the reps, is opening you up to the opportunity. Because even if you are absolutely brilliant at something, if you just sit in your house and don't do anything with that ability, nobody's going to just knock on your door and offer you an opportunity. So no matter how gifted you are at something, you still need to put the work in. And even if you're not the most gifted person at whatever your craft might be, a lot of hard work can make up for that. So no matter what angle you're coming at it from, I think there's opportunity and the opportunity for luck out there for everyone. So we would love to hear what you think on ability and hard work. What is the most important factor in building a successful business? Reach out to us at The Successful Collective.